Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Garrick resigns with Manly. Garrick resigns with Manly. This is fantastic resigning. I will say that, you know, Ola Kawatu also resigned, uh, I think, like in the last couple of weeks or yeah, so. Yeah, yep, he did. Uh, and so, even though this offseason has been disastrous for the Seagulls, the fact of the matter is they've managed to keep some pretty big names. So, they can't be that unhappy. They can't be that unhappy. What do you reckon, Guru? Sorry, they also re-signed Jason Saab as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so despite yeah. how dysfunctional it may look and how, you know, there's obviously a lot of decisions that I can't really make sense of over there at Manly, mate. As you said, there are a lot of thing, a lot of good things going on there. Uh, I was really worried that Garrick was going to go to Newcastle and I wouldn't have liked that move personally. I understand he had the lure of playing fullback, but I, I, I thought it was a matter of time until he ended up back on the wing because they'd move KP back to fullback eventually. So I love him staying at the Manly Seagulls. We're hearing that he might play left centre next year, uh, which I haven't seen Garrick playing in the centres, so I'm not sure if I can really comment on it. But I don't know about you, Kempi and Timmy, but I just think he's such a good winger. I, I would just love to see him master his craft out there. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I, I kind of feel like we've gotten to the stage, aside from a few standouts, like is winger a more important and valuable position than, than centre at the moment with the way the game is played. I I kind of feel like unless you're Joey Manu or Latrell Mitchell, um, wingers impact the game so much now where it's like, I kind of feel like you put your money there. I mean, put it this way, would would you ever move Tor, like, you know, to get him more ball? Whereas I feel like, you know, maybe 10 to 15 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, you would move your strike players into that centre position. You know, your, your, your Gazniers, your Coopers, your Hodges, your GIs when he was there. Whereas I kind of feel like your strike players are really your wingers now. What do you reckon, Timmy? Oh, definitely, mate. And we spoke about it I mean, last week or the week before. I think, yeah, when we're talking about Campbell Graham and the, the chance of him potentially shifting back to the wing. And 10 years ago, it was a case of moving players closer to the action to get them more, more good ball, particularly in attack. Uh, but nowadays, for all those reasons that we speak about week in, week out, with how important wingers are to sides, particularly their yardage coming out of their own half, um, it's such a vital... And they're also, you know, they're running 20, 25 times a game. Centres, you know, the average one's probably having 
you know, eight to ten runs a game. Uh, so the switch doesn't uh, make a lot of sense to me. Really fascinating one with Rubes. I don't know what uh, he re-signed for. I don't know if there's a figure out. They just had a bit of a look around and I couldn't see a number. But it'll be interesting because he probably got overs for what a winger slash a centre is worth in, in the current market because, you know, he, he's obviously bypassed the opportunity to play fullback at another club in the NRL to stay at Manly. But... Manly knowing that Tommy Trebojevic has been pretty brittle in the last three to four seasons, they have to have a quality. Every club wants a quality replacement at fullback, but there's every chance, as much as I hate to say, that Tommy Turbo plays less than half a season next year on what we've seen recently. So they need someone to step into those boots. And uh, while Rubes has probably maybe turned in potentially a little bit of money elsewhere to play a fullback role, he's probably gotten overs to play as an outside back at Manly for that reason. Uh, and the other thing that came to mind with Ruben Garrick, and I don't want to dig up old wounds for Dragons fans, but I will. Just looking at them releasing, <laughs> I will anyway. Um, <laughs> the dra- how good he's been the last few seasons for Manly and the faith they put in him when he couldn't get a start down at the Dragons uh, and Reese Robson, another one in that boat. You're just sitting there going like, he could be reaping the rewards at the Dragons. Oh, Could you imagine him at the Dragons at fullback right now? How much mm. they would love that? Oh, like, it would be a godsend for them. Uh, I, I totally agree, Timmy. I think that y- you're, you're bang on the money in regards to maybe it's a little overs for a winger, but at the same time, you know, Tommy, you have to, you have, to have a backup good fullback. How many times have we seen where a player, whether it's a seven or a fullback, goes down and the team just looks like a totally different side? I will also say, really interesting, the length of the contract in regards to wingers don't get signed for four years. You know, like, like wingers do. Brian Totler does. Uh, Josh Adokar does but Ruben Garrick who's just like probably a, a step down from them so I, I personally I just am so happy for Ruben Garrick that the fact that this year he he worked his ass off in a tough year and he was rewarded with it I mean honestly in those last few games he was barely being able to run like he his body was absolutely shot and he kept turning up he kept trying to do his job um and so I'm stoked for Ruben, and I think he's he's a good clubman. He's good for the culture. He's very marketable. He's got cheekbones that won't quit. A smile mm. from the the gods. Um, <laughs> they're all things that come into play in negotiations, guys. We talked about business earlier. <laughs> You're negotiating with a bloke with cheekbones as high as the Himalayas and smile at you with a the god smile. You're going to give him <laughs> a bit of extra coin. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm stoked for Garrick. I think it's a great signing for the club. I think he'll be one of those players where I think he'll be a one-club player and I think that he'll be one of those players that's like not a cult hero but just beloved by the locals. But he he, he may not reach the superstar status of Tom Trevojevic or, or, or all that kind of stuff. But I think that the core fans of Manly will just – you know, he's a goal kicker as well. Like I, I really think they'll appreciate him. So I, I love the signing. I love Kempi, it. Kempi, it's not something you can understate either. As important a role as goal kicking is in our game – to have locked in a high-quality goal kicker at that club for the next, what's he got a four-year extension, so five years or something, just invaluable. Especially when you look around yeah. the rest of the system. Mm. I think the next best is DCE, I would say. Yeah. So having Garrick for the next few years, it's huge. Yep, great signing. And and I don't think it would have broken the bank. I think that they would have been able to pull a bit on the fact that he seems to love Manly as an area Uh Bit of a yeah, bit of a, a beach boy or whatever. Um, and and in regards to your dragons comments, absolutely. Like the fact that they let go of Saab, Garrick. Well, I know Saab, you know, agitated for a release or whatever. But like the fact that he wasn't playing and they hadn't got him in there, Garrick couldn't even get a run. Then you've got Robson. 
you, you just you look at that dragon side and you go far out. You've got some. You had some incredible youth coming through. How are you still struggling? Like to, like when you look at the, they haven't been exciting in the market. You know how is that still a thing when you've got literally? You, you could make the argument when it comes to juniors, the dragons are top three or top five. Is that am I being a hyperbolic here? I don't think so. It, it obviously is a very big region, but they do produce a lot of talent. But, I mean, you have a look at the town that he's from, um, Jeringong. That's where um, the Sims family's from. St. George lost all of them. Granted, Tarek came back eventually, but he's gone again. Tyron Wishart, he grew up there. Obviously, his old man lives there too, so they lost him. Ruben Garrick. So, whereas, you know, 15, 20 years ago, these guys never left the Red V. And the, the difference between what's happened uh, with, say, Robson and Garrick, and correct me if I'm wrong, very well, maybe as usual, but like young talent gets poached from clubs. From my memory, there wasn't a spot for these boys on their roster. And they, I'm not sure if they didn't want to keep them, but they weren't willing to dig in to keep these guys at the very least. They'd been let mm. go or they'd said, you know what, we're happy to let them go. Uh, and that's the difference. And, and I know hindsight's a very easy thing, but... These two blokes showed plenty of promise at a young age, in particular Robson, so it's a, it's a tough one. Well, I agree with you in regards to hindsight for sure, but have we not seen a trend mm. of young Dragons players not necessarily reaching what we thought they would reach at the start? Like, for example, look at this year. Sloan comes out, explodes. And I'm not saying it's all the Dragons' fault. You could you could say, you know what, it's, it's Sloan. He didn't have a great attitude. I don't know whether he did. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's all. But there does seem to be a bit of a trend of really good young talent that doesn't seem to be – they don't seem to be getting the best out of them yet. And I, it, there's so much that goes into it that, you know, we, we don't see. But, you know, did Sullivan get that much of an opportunity this year? Not really. Amone, he really kicked on towards the end of the year. But the start of the year, he was quite fairly quiet. Um, you know, then you've got uh, Ramsey that came on really well on the wing and then he struggled and he got dropped and then he got brought back in. And so there does seem to be this growing trend that they're really struggling to funnel these youth in and explode through. Compare that to the best in the comp, Tango, May. Uh, every young guy that comes in is just like Taruva. Look at that junior development. Like, and these these guys all played in the same age groups and the same, like Queensland or New South Wales team. So they're not. Then it's not like those boys were just like so much better than them naturally. Not not at all. It's just this. Uh, you know, sorry to put the the boot into the dragons at the moment because you know it's a it's a tough time, but that's just the reality of the situation. That uh, unfortunately, right now their junior pathways just don't seem to be clicking the way they should be clicking. Um, anything else on that, boys? Yeah, no, you know, without putting the boot in, there is obviously other like they they won an SG ball a couple of years ago, and they've kept sort of the spine. But like Aaron Shop, he's already gone and he's been successful elsewhere. Uh, the centre for Lebanon was there, Brad Morkos. He's at the Canberra Raiders. Mm. He looks like a really talented young kid as well. There just seems to be so many that get away on the Dragons consistently. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, it's... uh... Look, the positive is is they still do have so many good juniors coming through. It's just about 
fixing that pathway from youth to first grade. It's it's so crucial. I mean, look at again, we look at the Panthers. Like seriously, every player that comes in there is first grade ready. Literally, the first step he puts on that field, he's a first grader. And if that isn't the best testament to a good junior to senior development, I don't know what is. Like, very rarely do clubs get that right where they come on the field and they're immediately a first grader. It usually takes, they come on, they play two, three games, they get dropped and, and all that kind of stuff. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 